Welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Listeners, and welcome back to our podcast. I am here with the woman from Georgia. Oh, cat! <laughs> and the other woman from Texas. Morgan! And this woman from like Texas, Heather. The woman from Georgia. I know, I yeah. really liked it. Didn't that was it wasn't it's even a, planned, guys. It's just what came out of my mouth. It's a sequel to the energy. devil went down to Georgia. It's a sequel to the devil went down to Georgia. It's a story about me uh, coming back from Texas and being like, "You will have to drag me back with my cold and damp hands." <laughs> Scully's very mad about it too. She's got a lot to the, say. The woman from Georgia who quickly left Texas. Yes. A story. Okay. Well, we are all here. And this is the last part of our Cursed Music series. Before I jump into that, um, we're going to do our Coven Corner, which is what is your current go-to song? I was given the very specific restriction of only being able to pick one song, which, I, and I will, I, I promise, I actually have one song. I just want to do yeah, like and a I put a winky face by it so it wasn't aggressive. <laughs> yeah that didn't help but that's okay i appreciate it um and then i sent a, a, a gift back to them with just one glass and it was a giant as tall as me wine glass because mm-hmm. that's 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 accurate um i will say i don't normally have like an actual go-to song i either have a go-to playlist or a go-to album slash artist that i've created a playlist for i don't typically pick one song because that's as you know, I can't pick any one thing. Like, there's just, it depends on the Are you about to be like, like, I listened to the assignment, but I didn't No, I don't. I did not find the loophole, <laughs> although I thought about it. I just wanted to give a preface that I don't have a one go-to uh. song. It's, it's so much bigger than that. But what I will say is that no matter what emotional uh, damage I am currently experiencing, no matter what mood I'm in, if I'm listening to randomly through music and then this particular song that I'm about to say comes on, I have like an audio out of body experience. I immediately am happy. I fa- I, I'm, I'm with the song, but the moment the song's over, I go back to exactly what I was just doing. So this song gives me a momentary <laughs> pause from whatever I'm feeling, yeah. regardless if it's happy or not. And that song is No Rain by Blind Melon. Dig it. Like I'll literally stop whatever I'm doing and just burst out into song. Even like, and I don't, I, I think I sing well, but I don't typically sing in front of people. Um, being a music major who's not a vocalist, that'll traumatize you <laughs> when you try and go out to karaoke and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Vocalists can be mean. I'm not saying all of them. Oh, yeah. No. But we're they awful. can be mean. It's okay. Um, I know. I mean, it's just a musician thing. We're all mean. Yeah. Um, but so I don't like I don't like singing in public. Um, I get too anxious and, and stage fright and all that. But... I have caught myself like breaking out into the song if it comes on in the even in the middle of a conversation with a professor like I tune out like it's the one song that can literally take me out of my body and I don't know why I think it's pure nostalgia it's a good song but it's I think it's just pure nostalgia um and so there is my one song just like hit right they vibrate with your Mm -hmm. essence well I I would say 
uh, Come On Eileen does really disgusting things mm. to my body. So <laughs> I, I love that I, song. I, I so I get that. that this song does not do disgusting things to me. <laughs> no, by disgusting, I mean it makes me extremely happy. And no matter what sort of day I'm having it, for the time that I'm hearing it, I'm like, everything is good. Listen to that fiddle. It's good. So yeah, I kind yeah, of get like, like, that's where I'd be like, not everything sucks when this particular song comes on. And it's not even my favorite band. It's not my favorite anything yeah. other than it just has a hold on my soul. So there yeah. is your one song, Catherine. <laughs> and I've never called you Catherine, and that felt very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I gave specific rules. <laughs> yes. So. But that's that's what it is. And actually, I do. Oh, go ahead, Morgan. Oh, I was going to say, I also like how you added your go-to song right now. Because mm-hmm. it does change. It does. No, like she I did. She did specify, like, right now. It's just, I don't, I, I rarely have a go-to song ever, because it's always playlist or albums. Um, yeah. And for me, it, it seems like it's a seasonal thing. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of people also have this, where I'll listen to a song and be like, oh, it's summer and I'm a senior in high school. You know? Yeah. It's just... Oh my god! Oh. All the emo songs. Yeah, all yeah. of the emo songs. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all the all the country songs because I used to listen to country music. So if I hear one of them, I'm like, oh my god, am I 15? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm having my alternative phase now. I did not have it back in high school, so you know. But my... I listened to you know, it's, it was St. Patrick's Day recently, and oh, so yeah. I listened to the Flogging Mollies, and I was immediately back in high school <laughs> going to like a concert I wasn't supposed to be yep. going to. It was yep. good. Yeah. I, uh, my alternative right now is actually the band called Dorothy, which would be considered more rock, but they have a lot of the old country styles. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's, it's like early gritty kind of rock style versus like modern or contemporary rock style now. And they yeah. just have such an edge to them. So that's my, I am also getting, I, actually, uh, Morgan reminded me of my love of it. It's Southern, like dark Southern Appalachian sound oh yeah um mixed with rock and i'm like that's spotify that right that's there? just my southern gothic playlist yes you can um southern gothic go ahead you. and thank you can go ahead and thank the rings of power fans <laughs> for all the adar edits because that's how i came across the southern gothic playlist because i fell in love with the edit with the um uh oh, the civil wars doing that whatever oh lord yeah. song I yeah, live like, in the region that is Southern Gothic. Yeah, exactly. So I have a playlist <laughs> that goes with it because everything is sticky, and I need music that also exemplifies that. Yeah, there's Devil's just backbone. like especially um, like Brandy Carlisle's uh, "Raising Hell." There's just something so powerful about it, and that's why I'm gravitating more towards the, the Southern Gothic. Uh, but like specifically women singing, where you can just feel their rage. That's my alternative oh, phase right yeah. now. El King yeah. really does it for me. There's something about El King. Uh, and it started off definitely 100% with the X's and O's song, because when I listened to that, I was like, did somebody look through my dating history and write a song about it? <laughs> Wait, literally the, my X's and oh, 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 she wants, that one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Where it's just listing off the guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's like, There's I gotta a, go, mm-hmm. goodbye. <laughs> There's a song um, by Dorothy called Suck It. And every time I hear it, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is, if Morgan needs, like, a powerful rock uh, theme song, this is it. She's basically just telling everybody to fuck off, and I, I love that. It's just nice. Morgan not did that Morgan, recently I mean, send me a I'm song not saying Morgan a few weeks. does that, but. 
If she could, if it was socially acceptable, maybe maybe she'd do it more often. I don't know. (laughs) Morgan sent me a song recently on Spotify that was, like, a really dark and sort of gory music, which I love. Uh, But she's like, it made me think of you. And I was like, oh. Oh. (laughs) But it was something about, like, cutting off your skin while in the ocean. Like, it was very much a thing. It's like, I want to slash across what used to be my face. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like upbeat, sort of like, which is not really hippie, much. but like kind of upbeat folky. But it was like, yeah, I want to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> which is very much, I guess, a me thing where I, I, I do have a very cutesy way of saying awful stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, you kind of do. I like, uh... have just felt that you just wanted to run into a wall, like full speed with your car, just right there and everyone's there like a, what another song like that <laughs> that i it's by hollywood undead um hanging off dangling my feet off the edge i don't remember the exact song but it's this like do 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 and it's literally all the ways this person is trying to kill themselves i'm not like it's a very dark topic but they they prov- like they give it to you in this like super peppy walking down the sidewalk with with a lollipop kind of sound and that the opposition of like the musical characteristic and the lyrics that always fascinates me it's a very dark topic like you gotta be careful but it's interesting one of my jobs is talking about people dying um in horrible ways and you have to make that cute and palatable uh for Mm -hmm. people so a lot of times i'm like isn't that just fun and festive (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah no it's uh it's very interesting, but um, but I, I I just want to point out to everybody. Ten minutes in, I did I I did the assignment correctly. I, you did. I followed and that we did sidetrack nation. Whoa, Which whoa, whoa. Is she what didn't, she didn't say is. I couldn't do sidetrack nation. She just said I had to pick one song. Yeah, oh and no, you did. I'm you saying song. I'm saying that like we as in Cat and I took you to sidetrack nation everyone can take class that everyone can take me there i can take me there it doesn't matter guys we'll get there one way or the other we we took a train so (laughs) it would take longer heather is the passenger princess to sidetrack nation (laughs) yeah i'm like oh do you want to like i i actually even though i did in this last uh in morgan's episode if you haven't listened to morgan's episode what are you doing listen go pause pause go back to her episode then come back but I, I did interject a couple times because I do teach music history, and so I have these, like, really random, fun, interesting yeah. facts. I want everyone to know I refrained, like, three-fourths of what I actually wanted to add because I was, like, not my episode, but I had to add the, the little totally bit know. that I did. I was, I was, I I do was the same thing good. where uh, there's one point when they were trying to have me edit some, some program notes at one of my many jobs. Besides mm-hmm. teaching music history, but one of my many other jobs that I do, they were like, can you edit this and, like, kind of cut it down? And I was looking at it going, you can't cut that down. This is, <laughs> this is a very brief thing. It's, it's like, all do you vital. want me to add? No, I want you to cut it down. Uh, but there's so many more things about him that yeah. would mm-hmm. be cool to know as, can't, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's totally a thing. Music, we're all music nerds here. You know? That's, like, my entire life, though. I'm like, oh, this is a fun conversation. I've got a really fun tidbit that I could add, and people keep going. And it, and so they, a lot of people um, outside of, not you guys, but other people, I kind of get talked over a lot in my other groups. And so they keep talking long enough that I'm like, oh, I don't need to add that. They don't need to know. It's fine. I, I feel like you've, we just sort of talked, there's never been a time where I think I've been, uh, 
where you haven't seemed to be talking at the same volume as me. You know? Well, that's why I said not with you guys. Okay, I know. In my head, I was like, even at the beginning of our friendship. Okay, Kat, I, don't I, think... have, I, I, I wasn't ready to break this to you, but I know other people besides you. <gasps> How dare. But I was thinking more, like, at the beginning of our friendship, trying to decide if I had, like, done the thing I always do, which is force people to be my friend. Totally. Well, and because I even though it. I'm an introvert, I'm also a very polite introvert, and so I'm like, I'm gonna include you. What can I do to include you? See, I'm talking too. Everything is great. We're having a good time. Beep, bop, boop. I'm not a robot. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Hi, baby. Well, um, we'll continue on with our last part of the series of Cursed um, Music. I believe and in you. the one I picked, I'm going to go ahead and say it's uh, Pakistani, so I really uh, apologize in advance if my uh, pronunciation is not uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, You're going to do great. I will, I'm going to try my best, and that is all I can guarantee. But what's kind of interesting, so it, the, the song is called um, Insha Ji Uto, um, and initially Ooh. it was a poet. Love it. Um, Ibne Ishna wrote... Um, in the early 1970s, so this is a recent cursed music, you know what I mean? Well, kind of recent, you know what I mean? Um, so many curses. Also, around the time period of the 27 Club. Just, they're not connected, but it's interesting. That this time period, there's a lot of <laughs> stuff going on. Um, so, initially, it was written by a Pakistani poet. Um, and he didn't know at the time that it would become his most famous poem. And it's, it tells the sad tale of a man lost in a cold pointless existence and as soon as i read that i was like because of my current mental health i'm like this seems like the universe lined that up for me so we're just gonna keep going (laughs) um and so although it had a very dark tone the singer amanant ali khan fell in love with the piece and he wanted to make it into a song okay he got permission from the poet which is awesome um, As he should. And he performed it on television in January 1974. Okay. The song immediately became his biggest hit, and within days, Khan was becoming more famous than he'd ever been. He was on top of the world. <laughs> but then he had a sudden, untimely death a few months after the song was performed. To make the situation even more grim, four years to the day after the original telecast... Insha, the poet himself, passed away at 50 after a difficult battle with cancer. Da, da, da. So that could be just coincidence, but four years to the day of the telecast, you know, humans want that pattern, that significance. Um, and so. Fame kills. And the curse doesn't end there. Oh, that was perfectly timed. That was perfectly timed. You could not have timed mm-hmm. that better. That's great. Okay, so the curse doesn't end there. Uh, years later, Khan's son. Um, Assad Amanat Ali followed in his father's footsteps and became a successful singer. At one of his concerts in 2006, Khan's son decided to end the show with his rendition of that song. Oh, no. Of his father's song. He did not know when he played those first few notes that it was the last song he would ever perform. Just a few months... I know. Just a few months later, he passed away as suddenly as his father... It seems by this point that the family has caught on to the sinister bad luck behind the song because Khan's uh, other singing son, uh, Shaf- Shafkat Amanat Ali, 
uh, has since sworn never to perform the malicious melody. Love alliteration. Um, so perhaps a skeptic would call it a coincidence, and the cynical part of me does, honestly, a little bit, but, um, you know, we can blame mm-hmm. it on elements of life, just weird timing, but it's interesting that the cir- circumstances are so cryptic regardless if it's a coincidence. Just this that connection to that song and all that kind of stuff. Uh, this the writer of the article says, I think it's safe to say that this song deserves to be want, uh, to be on the do not cover list for eternity. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm um, sure it's beautiful, and it's also one of those like really famous for like within that genre of music in that part of the world. But like it's a, it's not a song that I've ever listened to because like I'm just not a part of that culture, not part of that world, and so I want to listen to it. But also I'm like mm, I don't want to listen to it though. <laughs> I'm like, just we case. don't know how far the curse will go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, my ninth symphony that I write is going to have that in there. Going to shoehorn it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, so really, like, okay, so you need to find a third. Oh, you know what? Add the elements of specifically Robert Johnson's blues to mm-hmm. that, and you've got the trifecta. Like, really there making sure it happens. You know what I mean? I think this is a good idea. I think, uh, you know, just so I don't have to save for retirement, this is my plan. This is my retirement plan. <laughs> And Kat, just, so okay, when you quick, write your symphony, let me know. <laughs> and uh, well, Kat just did a beautiful job of summing up all of our topics for this series mm-hmm. uh, in a <laughs> trifecta of "I definitely want to die by music hands." Don't recommend. Mm-hmm. Please don't do it. You know, take care of yourself. I think it's but rather poetic. Like I think it's a good. We would like, think that because we're artists, <laughs> and that's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, am. I do want to be famous. Yeah, that is true. You that might as well. But um, I thought it was an interesting story, especially because it's, it starts off as a poem and then becomes a, a song. And both the original composer and the poet both died, um, which is just, well, obviously everyone's going to die. So, like, cynics out there are like, ah, everyone dies. I get that. But mm-hmm. with the connection to the song and the date of the, the performance and all of that kind of stuff, it's just, and, and how, like, that was his most famous poem. And then for the, the yeah. musician, that was his most famous song. So there's there's that connection as well. I dig yeah. it. I really dig it. I think but, that's cool. um Yeah. No, I thought it was really cool. I had another one, but we might save it for a part two. Because, uh, guys, believe it or not, there's a lot of cursed music out there. In fact, actually, there, this is so my much. opportunity to remind you that Morgan did an episode about a cursed uh, music, the Hungarian Suicide Song. So if you haven't listened to that, this is technically part two. Like, this whole series is technically with, a part two. Yeah. Yeah, with our super awesome special guest, uh, Steve Stalling, who wrote our theme music and performed. Steve. Wrote and performed our theme music. Steve, Steve. Chad Stallings. Don't forget. Don't forget. Gotta, gotta make sure the Chad. Chad's there. Um, he is the Chad. The world's most okayest guitar player. By his words. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there is actually quite a lot out there. So if, you, if there are any other stories that you've heard of or stories that you'd like to share for us to read let us know on social media we are on twitter instagram facebook Mm -hmm. and then yeah share your curses and then if you don't have social media you can always email us at possibly haunted podcast at gmail.com i feel like our next part for curse music we all need to pick one of those like horrific mashups that's like oh my god this is cursed yeah i love it oh (laughs) Yeah, that actually you know, was part of my problem finding a, a topic that I liked because we our our current society uses 
cursed anything cursed. so often. It's just bad. That you can't actually get real. Like, I'm trying to get stories, people. I'm trying to do, like, journalism here. I'm not trying to <laughs> listen to, although I think I sent you one that was Evanescence and something else, and it worked really well, but it was a little off-putting because it was definitely not Evanescence, like, on, being oh, part. Yeah. I just remembered what mm-hmm. the other one was, but it was good. It's kind of like it was well done. where they'll, they'll set up a background to something, and you start singing a song in your head, and then they start singing something else, and you're like, no. No. Or at least my brain goes, no. Oh, that's like my dad and I. Oh, my God. What were we doing? We were somewhere. We were listening to music. And we couldn't have been in a concert because we don't, we don't go out when I'm with them. But, <laughs> oh, go oh, we were in church. We were in church with my grandma. And they were singing, playing some piece. And I look at him and I was like, this is the greatest showman. And I don't remember... Oh, it was everything you ever want and everything you ever need. And I sang it to him, and he was like, oh, my God. I was like, exactly. <laughs> Fucking church people are stealing show tunes. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a fun game to play when you want to annoy people, but when it happens and you're not expecting it, at least for me, it's a very, like, unpleasant experience. <laughs> well, know? that was a really fun moment because yeah. my dad is not a musician, but he loves, he loves The Greatest Showman, and we also don't go to church. And so he was like, why does this sound familiar? And I'm like, give me a minute. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, and I've been liking, um, it, not, I don't like the misinformation, but I like what's being created in this idea that if you can, like, listen to both songs at the same time, you have ADHD. Ignore that shit. But what they've combined is always really fascinating to me. I can follow both, um... But it's how they mix it up to where it like it works out so well. It's so cool. I actually sent another one to Morgan, I, but I don't remember which songs they were. Um, I've seen so many by now, I can't remember. I know, I sent a lot to her, but um, it was, oh, it was Moana and Miley Cyrus's The Climb. So Miley Cyrus's oh, The yeah. Climb, Hannah Montana, and then Moana's, um, oh, what is it called, guys? It's, 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 it's her big... I can do how far I'll go. How far I'll go. It literally lines up so perfectly. Um, I love it, but I understand if people would be offended by that. (laughs) It's not so much offended as me just kind of going, you know. (laughs) But but yeah, that's uh, that's my episode. And those are social media. Let us know what you want. Take us out, Morgan. Kill me. Um. So just remember, you know, fame isn't everything. So whether you have written an amazing poem that is so popular it gets picked up by a musician who creates the biggest one-hit wonder that you both die, you're definitely possibly haunted. And that's advice coming from a Leo. Hmm. Yeah, fame isn't fame isn't everything. Yeah, tell that to yourself, Morgan. <laughs>